Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Schedule is out. FPL schedule is not. They're taking their time as usual, but we've got something to talk about, and it's time to pod Jake. How are you, buddy? Yeah, hanging in there. Yeah? Um, better week than last week? Yeah, a little bit better. Getting, getting back to the flow of things. Yeah, you're flowing all right. I'm 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 so happy to be potting with you again today. Um Schedule just came out. Is that exciting or what? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm waiting on FPL. They're dropping the ball as usual. That's kind of the disappointing thing. It's like we have we have these games starting in like a week and a half and you can't even tell me like what you're doing. Like I got things to do, FPL. Come on. Well, they did confirm that the the way the first game week's gonna be made up. Uh, or what will constitute the first game week, but we don't know anything really after that or how they're structuring game weeks. So are you saying they're doing a good job? No, you're the one last week that said, and I quote, they're doing the best they can. Yeah, well, they got another week, so I'm now I'm mad. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, it is pretty tight here to, to know exactly what's happening. And, and I think there was a thought within the community that they were going to release something um, to talk about, but but not really. But we do have the Premier League schedule. It's pretty crazy. It's like matches almost every single day. Yeah, excited about that. That's for sure. I am not. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not excited about... I mean, look at this. It's uh, the June 17th, 19th. They skipped the 18th for some reason. 17th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. You get the point. It just, it's on and on. There's like six days probably out of the seven. There's at least uh, one match. And most days there's at least two. Yeah, they only skipped two days, the 18th and the 26th. I don't know what they have against those days, but... Yeah, well, I hope that uh, hope that you're working every other day except those days. Yeah, that's probably how it's going to go, yeah. too. Your boss is going to be like, yeah, you're off the 18th and the 26th. I'd be so happy <laughs> if that were the case. Um, all right. Uh, well, I guess, I mean, let's just get right into it, Jake. Let's talk about this first double game week. Um, which we talked a, a bit about last week, and I, I, you know, I'm sure we're going to be hammering some of the same points. But now it's like official, confirmed, and it's happening. Uh, Villa and Sheffield United are playing Man City Arsenal, um, and then there's a full round of fixtures. So that's on June 17th, the Wednesday, and then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the rest of the fixtures take place. Um, did I say that correct? Is that yes? I think that's the way that's going to work. Yeah, the the big oh, news and to Monday. me and Monday and Monday. Sorry. Yep. No, no, that's okay. The big news to me is the break for Man City compared to the break for Arsenal. That's interesting. What's the difference right now? Uh, so Man City play on the seventeenth and then the twenty second. Arsenal play on the seventeenth and then the twentieth. Not even the twenty first. The twentieth. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean that. D- <laughs> Again, like we talked about this last week, but like it's hard with the city players because, you know, they have the five subs now. But at the same time, I, I was thinking about something about, you know, last week I had said, I don't know if I want the city players because, you know, Pep rotates a lot, then he's going to be subbing a lot. But like, do you think that maybe this actually means city players are better to pick? Because th- think about yes. this for just, just for, yeah, think about this for a minute. Like, let's say Pep goes with his best lineup. 
Okay, which I think, you know, is maybe like Aguero and maybe Sterling and um, you know, Bernardo or Mares on the other wing, you know, and then his midfield three or whatever. I mean, really the attacking players, right? Like, you know, KDB is in the, in the midfield and then David Silva and I don't know who else, maybe Fernandinho or, or Rodri or something. But anyways, so he goes with his best 11. Um, but he can basically like at 60 to 70 minutes every single game bring in five new attacking players uh, so that the other guys don't get overworked or over or overplayed. Is that am I am I wrong in thinking that? No, I think you're right. And I think this is all the more reason too to kind of like Laporte for me. I know that's a little bit more of a stretch, but I mean, I think KDB is a must have. I don't think anyone's gonna not have him in their team if if they didn't already or if they get the chance to wildcard. Then the question I agree be- becomes is Kuhn gonna be worth yeah. it? And you have to say the matches are good. I mean, Arsenal and Burnley. So it's like I'm a little bit even more interested in maybe trying to swing that. I don't know how I would. Or just maybe going, like you said, with a player that's a little bit less owned with like either a Sterling or a Silva, Bilva, one of one of those players. I don't. Again, it's kind of hard because you don't know who's going to play right off the bat, but maybe we'll get more information the sooner we or the closer we get. Yeah. Um. What about like Mahrez? Yeah, I mean, I like him. I think unfortunately, you're probably going to have one game where he only plays like 20 minutes, and you know he may get a return in that. But that's another guy. Yeah, I think he he gets grouped into that Bilva, Dilva, Mahrez group. Yeah, it's a little bit risky, but it's probably not a terrible risk to take. Yeah, Guero has been. I mean, traditionally is like really good at the start of seasons. I don't know if you you know that, but like, yeah, tradition at the start of seasons, he's very good. Uh, last year he was, this year he scored one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight goals in the first six matches. And he scored in every single match. Um, in that same time frame, he also had two assists. Um, then he was hurt for a while. Uh, he, he sat out for maybe four games in a row. Um, came back, played one minute in one game, played 13 minutes in another game, and then uh, played 80 minutes and scored, was rotated in a tight match uh, that, that the dates were pretty close, and then scored three goals, two goals, and one goal in the next three games after that. So, like, the guy knows how to restart a season. I feel like he could be a really interesting pick, especially if you pick and captain him for, like, a double game week player. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing to consider. It's like, who are we going to captain do you kind of go with safety? Do you go with Kevin or do you be a little bit more aggressive and go with Kuhn? And, I, you know, seeing the space in between the games, I really actually kind of like the Kuhn shout now. Yeah. Kevin. Um, th- this is the question though. Uh, like you just said this. So we, we don't know, or at least thus far, it, like FPL having given out a free wild card or said like, make all the transfers you want to make. Uh, we both agreed on the last podcast that we think that FPL is going to allow that at some point where they're going to they're gonna say go for it. Um, both of us also agreed that we think that that's not necessarily fair, but that's not what FPL is about. So um, the question is, let's play this game where they don't give you unlimited transfers and you just have one free. Uh, and you're going to try to get Aguero into your team. Probably not happening without a hit. For most people, if for sure not you and I, right? Um, yeah. Do you chip? 
Or if you have a wild card, do you wild card? I think I need more information. If to say that every other game week is just going to have, you know, not be a double game week, then mm-hmm. I would chip. Yeah, I would. But you if just free, I think you'd there's going to be Yeah, I'd probably free hit. I think there's going to be double game weeks after this that might be more beneficial, and I think I would just maybe try to get one of those midfield players that we talked about with that one free transfer. Yeah, so Shiva FPL writes in what would would be your free hit double game week 39 team. Um, so if you, so let's, I mean, again, hypothetical, but, and, and actually FPL Virgin wrote, which three players from city and three players from Arsenal, three players from Sheffield, three players from Villa, would you go with? Um, I think that those are g- good questions. Like let's play the hypothetical. There's no future double game weeks. You've got your free hit still. Take me through your team, Jake. Let's start from the back and move forward what are you looking at well i i think the only player that for sure of those double teams that i would want is either laporte or ederson i'd probably lean laporte and then i think going with one or two sheffield united defenders is a decent shout because they they have villa and then newcastle but they're both away from home um i don't think i'd triple up on their defense and then, honestly, I don't know if I'd really want, like, I guess Jack would be the other person to consider. But if he does well, he's going to cancel out your Sheffield United defense, which I know is not always, like, the most imp- – you, you don't want to play that game where you're like, oh, Jack won't score, and then I'll get the double clean sheet. It'll be fine if I don't go with Jack. But I don't know if just going all of those players is is a good way to do it if you free hit, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Um. I still think there's better value in in the other players that may only have like one game week. I do think if there was a way to swing having Aubameyang or Lacazette, maybe a maybe a decent idea. Maybe even Pepe. Maybe he's just so bad. I mean, not bad, but he's just not. He's just hasn't really. He doesn't have the goal scoring potential as these other players. He's really Jake, as I'd like to say from time to time. <laughs> Yeah, he's like the opposite of Jake. Mm, he's like... Well, I just meant more in the ability that he actually can dribble and take on guys. But that's about all he does. And unfortunately, you don't get a lot of points in FPL for that. Yeah. You've never taken anyone on in your life. Probably not. No. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you've talked a little bit about Arsenal. I mean, you're the Arsenal expert, right? I, I scroll through Arsenal right now. I mean... And it's Aubameyang or nobody unless, I mean, Nikita, I can see the argument for just due to the price, right? Um, and if he and if he gets minutes, like that's that's a pretty cool little trade-off. But um, there's a good chance that he doesn't as well or that he only plays in one. There's almost nobody on that team, even with a double game week that I like. And that's what's a little bit tricky about a free hit on this game week is it's kind of a downer. Like two of the teams in Villa and Arsenal have almost no players that I'm interested in. Yeah, I don't Hmm. disagree. So from Villa, it's Jack or nobody, right? Yeah, I just don't... I I mean, I guess they could maybe swing a clean sheet against one of... in one of those games, but I just don't... I don't want to risk it. Yeah, maybe you go... um, You know, maybe you go really, really 
cheap with you know they have a very cheap defense because their defense is terrible mm-hmm. um and you know you could look at like maybe target or something like that or target hope that as I he like doesn't to say. yeah hope he doesn't get you minus points by the end of the week yeah yeah but but if i was like for example if i was wild carding i know some people have talked about that like i wouldn't have any of these play i wouldn't have any of the villa players in my team because then you're gonna have to deal with a couple tough fixtures and the worst maybe the worst team in the league um so yeah that's basically off the table we talked a little bit last week about sheffield and um like kind of which players we thought we liked and we thought maybe this week we'd go into that just a little bit more i mean have you had a chance to maybe think about that a little bit or or maybe the pro here's my here's one thing like you know i think so i'll give you this um i mean what did he say here uh oh so like um you know, FPL Virgin asked us a number of questions, but one of the things he said was like, can you do the same level of research that FPL Steg and W, uh, who got the assist Nick did on their pod last week or this week? The answer to that is no. Um, and I, and I wanted to talk a little bit about like stats right now and the use of statistics to make decisions to put together like your wild card team or your free hit team. And I know that I'm pivoting a little bit off of It'll come back to Sheffield United in a minute here, but like it'll all come full circle. Yeah, it will. It'll come full circle. But my um, I I think it's really hard right now, isn't it? I mean, you can't. It's it's almost like a new season, so it's almost like the start of of the year where we're kind of looking at like what happened last year. But like, you know, teams are going to be playing slightly different. Some players are going to be fit. Some players aren't. I mean, I'm still using. I don't know about you, Jake. But I'm still using expected data expected goals and expected assist data to kind of make some decisions on some players. But, um, you know, I'm not going to maybe lean as heavily on that as I normally would. I'm, I'm really going to be looking for players that I know are going to play, I think, going into these last handful of game weeks. Yeah. And, and I mean, to add on to that, remember in the beginning of the season, some of the like the players that were like, oh, man, why didn't we start with them? You know, guys like Pookie, Barnes, you know, and they would have been great players to have. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know if people have been looking at the overall dream team. But just to give you an idea, there's five Liverpool players on there. Kevin, uh, Aubameyang, Vardy, and Jimenez. And then, you know, Pope as a goalkeeper, which I, I we did talk a lot about Pope in the beginning of the year as being a solid choice. It just proves that over time, those players are going to do really well. So at the beginning of the year, it's just much more random. And if you want to take a little bit of a risk, you can. But I agree to your point. Statistics aren't going to help you make the correct decision as much at the beginning of the year like this. Yeah. It's yeah, it's tricky. I don't know exactly how to handle it um, because normally I'm really stats heavy on my decision making. Um, so... That said, I, I, you know, again, and we talked about this last year or at the beginning of this last year, it's like you don't discount the statistics from the past, but as the time passes on, uh, you know, especially with this huge break, m- maybe their value isn't as high as they would normally be. So, um, I guess something could be said though, Jake, like just in, in counterpoint to your point, the remaining amount of the season is pretty small with just, you know, each team playing, you know, nine or 10 games or whatever. Right. Is that, is that what it is? Is it nine games or 10 games? I think it's nine. nine I'm not hundred percent positive. Um, some teams have a game in hand too, right. Where they have an extra match and some teams, you know, don't. So um, it could almost be argued though, that like 
the rest of the season is so short that it's really about kind of winning the lottery and hitting some, you know, hitting the differential train and finding some guys that maybe other people don't have in their team. Is is there something to be said for that? Or is it better off to just go kind of safe right now? Like, a, for example, if you're me, you go safe and then you have your wild card and you kind of adjust. I, I like that if you have your wild card still. And I think that's what makes it nice to still have it. Um, but, you know, coming back to like the whole Sheffield United thing, I think the biggest factor for me is just going to be fixtures. Mm-hmm. You know, they they go against Aston Villa, which is a good fixture, but still away from home. So I could see them giving up a goal by chance. And then they have Newcastle, again, not too bad. So for the double game week, maybe one or two defenders. But then they go against Man City and Newcastle, or excuse me, Man United and then um, Spurs. Man, I need to wake up a little bit there. Words. They they go against Man United and Spurs, and like those aren't those aren't fixtures where I want a lot of Sheffield United players. Um, they have been, you know, by far the I think one of the biggest surprises as a team. And I, you know, could they get a clean sheet in one of those two games for sure? But. You know, for me, it's like I'm not going to go crazy Sheffield United if I'm starting with that team and I only have a free hit the rest of the way. Now, if I have a wild card, yeah, maybe go with three. Maybe consider it because those fixtures aren't terrible. They're still away from home, but they're not terrible. Hmm. Okay. So, which Sheffield players do you like then? Sheffield United players are you interested in? I think it's going to be coming down to like price points for me but you know i think i like uh B- baldock or stevens as one defender and then maybe just go cheap with you know like o'connell or egan like i don't think it matters i mean their their whole defensive line is within yeah. 90 points to 115 points and then the two the two defenders that are a little bit higher both are cost more so i think like they're very evenly priced so i think you just fit whatever makes your team i mean if you someone wants to do the advanced stats on them by all means go ahead and maybe i will before i pick my exact player but you know for now i don't think it really makes a big difference yeah baldock and stevens both like you said they just tend to play higher but they don't have like way way more points right lundstrom has the most because he was playing through the midfield but it does seem like he's probably probably out now right i mean Especially yeah, given, I think he's the stay away player. Yeah, so so like I had said on the last pod, I still had him, and uh, I mean he ticked along fine for us. You and I both had him, didn't we? Um, mm-hmm. You know he had uh, he had a, an assist and a clean sheet in game week twenty nine. He only played a few minutes in game week twenty seven. He had a goal in game week twenty six. You know, in the other two game weeks against City and Crystal Palace, I don't think I played him in twenty four and twenty five, and so it was like it was working just fine to have him in some of these matches. Um, you know, part of it was, you know, they needed some time to integrate after the transfer window and that's kind of where he was getting bumped. Well, now there's been this big break. So to me, it feels like, you know, maybe he's now that time has been given. So they don't, you know, they have the the time to integrate all, all their players in the way they want them. So he's probably the man out right now. I would just guess. Um, okay. Well then, so we've talked about those teams, you know, Arsenal, We've talked about Villa. We've talked about Sheffield United. So then, I mean, we we started kind of with City, and I think we're both on the same page that Kevin is in your team for sure and should be in everyone's team. 
Um, he's at he's actually only at forty six percent ownership. Doesn't that seem low? Yeah, it seems like he's like it should be a seventy to eighty. But I, I mean, I guess it depends on how many teams didn't start with him this year. Um, even though that was a little bit ludicrous too, because wasn't it his cheapest year this year, or maybe he was a little bit more? No, than I think last it, year? I, I think remember. he. No, I think he probably was like one of his cheapest. Let me see. Uh, most recently, and if you look at his history, oh, I can't see it. My oh god, my screen's really messed up. Oh no, something happened to my computer. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's so bad. The pod's done. Uh, okay, I'm back. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, really quite cheap this year compared to years past. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really make... I mean, he's about... Oh, uh, yeah, he was about the same like with his start in recent years. But he uh, he's the second highest scoring, third highest scoring player. Yeah, second highest scoring player in the game. So like... And he's at 10.6 right now. Mm-hmm. Like you could even afford him now. You know what I mean? Like you, you could justify getting him into your team now over like Sala or Mane or you know I could easily justify that. He has more points than Mane right now. Mm-hmm. So you have to have him in your team. I think that's the first thing. Uh, who? I mean, you like Laporte, I guess, right? Who else do you like? Yeah, well, I think getting a a little bit more into like looking forward for the rest of the season. I really like Wolves. I, I think. I think for sure. How, you how are you switching to say, that? We're talking about City because we're talking about the double game week. Why are you doing that? Oh, uh, no, oh, other players. Yeah, I, well, I don't know because it's Pep's so hard to know who's going to play. I think we need more information. I mean, I think Mahrez has the best goal potential, but if you're going to tell me that, you know, uh, Dilva is going to play out most of the games, then I would rather go with him. I mean, I think... It's hard, right? Because it's like he rotates players the most. You look at the points that they've had, and really, you can only argue Kevin's Kevin's your only must have. But maybe that's going to change. Maybe Kuhn's going to play every game for the rest of the year, and then yeah, you could argue him. Otherwise, I, I just don't know how you can read the future as to what Pep's going to do. He's one of the most frustrating coaches with regards to that. You don't. You really don't have any concern about Laporte. You think he's good to go, like locked in. He costs 6.3. I don't love it, but I think I'm going to know what's going to happen after these first two games, right? Like he's going to play one of the games. If he doesn't play the other, maybe I, you know, screw him out of my team. But I can go wherever I want with him, right? Because he's kind of a nice price point. I can go down. I can go up maybe if I need to, if I make a double swap. So... He's one of those players that I think he's a little bit of a risk, but enough of a risk that I'm going to take because Man City's defense is back. They're healthy. They have a lot of subs. You know, sure. Could they give up a goal or two? Yeah, for sure. But I I honestly like Man City's defense a little bit more than Liverpool with their fixtures. Like Liverpool go away against Everton. Crystal Palace is a nice fixture. And, and then they, you know, they meet the next week Liverpool and Man City play. So I don't I don't know. It's hard to say. You like kind of the short term punch of Laporte. You you like the you're attracted to the differential too. Just admit that. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm attracted to his differential because if he cleans both games, that could be huge for me. You love his D. I I just love Laporte. He's a good defender. Yeah. Yeah. Great D. When he's yeah, when he's not, you know, broken. He's a, he's a double D kind of guy. Yeah differential Definitely. defender 
differential defender, get him in. And I'll tell you another differential defender, Doherty. He's on my team. Doherty. <laughs> Why did you say it like you had a stroke? Uh, I can't say. I can't Trying to say be it's Irish, name. it's not or Matt, whatever, right? Matt's like, on my team. He's okay. in. Matthew. He's not. Matthew's not leaving. He's on my team for the rest of the year. I'm barring major catastrophic injury. Yeah, so that's the biggest. That's one thing on my team. I'm looking at my team right now. Um, I feel like I need a Wolves defender. I don't have a Wolves defender. I have Lundstrom on my team. Um, you know, I, I'd like enough money to get Doherty in. Um, but I think I'm probably going to be short, like unless I move some money around somewhere else. Is there, I, I agree. I think Wolves have a great, they have a really good run of fixtures, don't they? Yeah, great. They're probably the best run of any team except maybe barring Man United. Yeah, it's impressive. Um, so I think you got to get some, right? You got to get some Wolves players in and like probably some United players as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jimenez, I think we're both in, a, I mean, let's go through those two teams then quickly. Like Jimenez, I think we're both in agreement with that. He's a solid pick. Um, you know, unless they do decide to go with that like two man front line and you see Jota playing up top a lot. Um, you know, he had a, he had a decent little run at the end of the season scoring in Europa league a couple times and then scoring three goals in the last three games. Um, but I think that Jimenez is probably just kind of the safe pick. I mean, he's, we know that he's not an ex- explosive FPL scorer, but, uh, he certainly, he certainly ticks along. Um, so probably him so is it is the big double is is double d the only guy in the back that you that you like well i think you could go cheap with like a a will bully or uh romaine you know lettuce i think either of those guys are a good option at their price point. crunch 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 crunch, crunch, crunch. yeah 4.6 or 4.8 yeah um but the other the other player that's kind of the wild card is do we go with you know adame you know biceps Eh. he's 5.7 though i mean and with their fixtures if he's healthy and and playing a lot you know he 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 could be i'm not saying that he's on my team and he's a shoe-in but their fixtures are are fucking great aren't they wow yeah they're great so i don't know if he's kind of like that fourth or fifth midfield for you it's an option hmm yeah, I'm I'm for sure I want two. I want two Wolves players in my team for sure. Um da, 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 da. so United is I guess the other team that has a really I mean a great great set of fixtures. What what do their next their first few look like? You have it written their, down. Their don't first you? two are a little bit trickier with Crystal Palace and Spurs, okay. uh, both away from home. Yeah. But I mean they 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 by far were the best team, I think next to Liverpool finishing up, you know, the season. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. In terms you know of that, their form. Yeah, that it's called form, their Jake. Form and it's best. a common it's actually can I pause you for a minute? It's mm-hmm. a very commonly used term in the footballing world. Did you know that? Yeah. I did. The way they were playing the, with the ball, the kicking and <laughs> the, the passing, it was really good well i keep wanting to say the prior season and it's not the prior season well it's, it's i mean i season. think i will say this you're wrong in saying it's the prior season but at the same time uh it it's it would probably be okay to say it feels like it's it, it really is when you think about the time frame between you know what are we at now are we going to be at 10 weeks 
between when the Premier League shut down and when it's restarting. Yeah, about. It's And it's actually similar. They normally only have two to three weeks where the players train together before they start matches again. So, like, it's pretty much another season. It's almost as though they had their summer break and now they're back. Um, so, so, yeah, it's probably not completely wrong to say. But, yeah, United's yeah. form, back on, back on topic here. United's form was great. Uh, and so we've talked last week, we talked about Fernandez. We talked about Rashford. Is there anybody else? Are there other players that we should be looking at? Are there a good question? I think is, are there backline players that are worth considering? I know that's the, that's the question I'm struggling with the most. And I think for sure, one of them's coming into my team after the two weeks after yeah. they play palace and Spurs and I get to see what they look like again. I may do it. The problem is their prices just aren't great, right? Like, so Maguire, Juan Basaka, Lindelof, and sh- maybe, you know, Travis Shaw or Luke Shaw as, <laughs> as the real FPL world knows him. Travis, Travis Cheeseburger Shaw. They're, the cheapest player is 5.3. I, I don't yeah. understand why Shaw is still at 5.4. It's unbelievable. And then... You know, you have Ashley Long- Young at 5.4. And then, you know, Brandon Williams is the only player at, f- you know, 4.2 that if he plays consistently, I think he's a for sure into my team. Yeah, but we but, but we know that we he's not. Know. We know he's not. Yeah. You can just say that he's yeah. not. Right? Like, unless... Yeah, I don't think he will be. Yeah. I did see a picture the other day of Shaw, like, way big. Way, <laughs> way, way big. Does that guy just eat cheeseburgers for his training? I don't know. No, but he looked like... I know people make it. The problem is I never know because like people make jokes about it. And if you go on the internet and just search like Luke Shaw fat and hit the images button, there's like (laughs) so many Photoshop pictures of him just being like huge, you know? So like, but somebody posts like a training picture and he looked gigantic. I was like, oh my God, there's, there's honestly a chance that if, if he's actually as fat as the picture shows that. Um, that Williams would be in, but the plus side with United is what is what you were already saying. Like Crystal Palace away, Spurs away are two. I mean, you know, Palace aren't great, but they're they're pretty good at home, and uh, and Spurs haven't been great, but like they'll be fine at home. So, you know, like it's perfect. We can see in the first two matches for them who plays, and then you can kind of like get that player in for the rest of the year because the, the the run-in is incredible. I mean, West Ham home, Sheffield United home, Leicester away, Brighton away, Bournemouth home, Aston Villa away. Uh, so, uh, South, is that Southampton? Yeah, Southampton home is the last game. Um, so, I mean, just really great run of fixtures. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping like Shaw just <laughs> gets injured or like, no, I don't come know. on. Don't wish that on somebody. I mean, I hope he doesn't get injured, injured. I just hope he gets benched and, and Williams at 4.2 yeah, can just, you can in. wish him to have an asthma attack or something because of his weight, but like, <laughs> you don't want him to, act, but he has his inhaler. I don't want him to die. Like, <laughs> yeah, as long as they get the inhaler to him fast enough. But I mean, I think then everybody's going to bring in Williams, <laughs> but whatever. Travis, Travis. Run to the sideline to get your inhaler. <laughs> you have to get here in 30 seconds. I you just can't. <laughs> that was Travis Shaw dying from an asthma. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of got that. Dark, 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 dark. dark. That. Yeah. Um, 
They would resuscitate him with the smell. You know, instead of smelling salts, they'd get a McDonald's double cheeseburger and just waft yeah. it in front of his nose and he'd come right back. So, yeah, don't be yeah. mad at me, people, for making death jokes because they can resuscitate him, okay? Um, they yeah. they do a cola IV drip right into his arm. He'd be good to go. Um, <laughs> okay. So, we need to think. Yeah, I got a little off topic there. It's been a long day. I've been really, I'm taking like break, a break from work right now and my morning's been like packed with shit and my afternoon is packed. And so, this is like literally my chance to just not worry about anything. So, it's fun. Um, I mean, the problem with, for me, with some of the United Defenders is just like no attacking returns ever. Mm-hmm. And you're right, the price at like five three five four. So you are leaning on clean sheets. Now the plus side is they their their expected goals against value was was strong. It was very good, um, and it turned into clean sheets. They had uh, and actually they've been pretty good most of the year. Um, United's been a pretty unlucky team as the season has gone on, but they did finish with four clean sheets in the last five matches, um, including a, a clean sheet against uh, Manchester City. Chelsea and Wolves. Um, that's pretty impressive to get yeah, three pretty clean sheets. Yeah, three those three clean sheets. So there's something to be said for that. I mean, those stats always tend to even out. You know, earlier in the season they didn't have a clean sheet for like I mean they had two clean sheets in the first five games and then they didn't have a clean sheet for I think 13 game weeks or something or 12 game weeks. Um, and now I think that you know they they kind of got it organized and maybe the ball started bouncing a little nicer for them. So we'll see. I, I think um, for me, Jake, and maybe for you too, is it like you wait and you watch the first couple games and then move on? Yeah, I think so. I think the crazy thing about defenders is that besides Trent, Robbo, and Van Dyke, the next two highest scoring are Lundstrom, who we know isn't playing anymore, and then Pereira. Interestingly enough, I have to read more, but has a knee injury and on the FPL website is supposed to be back July 12th. Right. So that, you know, then, then it's kind of like, we're already talking about Sheffield United players and Leicester players being the highest scoring. So the Man United defense, if they get a good run, you could argue are going to be the highest scoring defenders for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's true. How about, um? so I think we're both, we're both in on Fernandez. We were kind of late to that party earlier this year. Yeah. Um, but we're both in on Fernandez. Uh, we both like Rashford a lot. We talked about that last week. Um, you know, I, I actually, I think... I think, seriously, Rashford may be going into the rest of the year, could be the highest scoring forward to finish the year out. Hot that, take right there. Yeah, I think he could. I, I think, and I think most of it is down to fixtures, but also that when he plays, he's now going to, imagine having healthy Fernandez, healthy Pogba in behind, a healthy Fred, whoever, like all those players were starting to really come along. Oh, well, minus Pogba, he's bad, but... I mean, Fernandez really like finally figuring it out within the team. Not finally, he hit the ground running. Excuse me, Fred finally figuring it out within the team there. Um, McTominay healthy now, giving those more attacking midfield players a little bit more freedom. Do you have any interest in Martial? Because of his price, uh, he's, he's a at wait eight. and see player. Yeah. He's a wait and see player for me. But yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Rashford is almost a must own um, for the rest of the year. Yeah. I want to figure out how to get him into my team. I don't have him in my team. He's a player that like, so I had made this mistake of like, I was making transfers with everything as the season was going, you know, like during the coronavirus. 
Um, and, and I was making transfers, but like, I didn't realize that the season was almost over. So I just kind of like, you know what I mean? Like I messed up. I, I, in retrospect, I should have made transfers before the season like ended. Cause I should have known better that like FPO would drop the ball <laughs> on the way they handle the end of the season. Yeah. Um, or they just like, wouldn't know what's happening. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's appropriate to say the season, technically the game weeks are over. So we're not just going to let people keep making transfers forever. You know, like, I don't know. I see both sides of it, but I, I'm disappointed because I had two transfers and the two things that I was going to do was I was going to try to figure out how to get Rashford into the team and get Lundstrom out for a Wolves defender. And I have quite a bit of, I have 1.3 in my bank right now. So I have some money to play with to try to kind of like yeah. make something happen. I don't know exactly how I'm going to make it work. I probably need to drop a defender off, but um, like somebody yeah. down low. But anyways. It, we we were actually in the same boat because I had two transfers right. and I have point point nine remaining, but I, I was trying to deal with Saar for Watford and Evans for Leicester. I don't really want either of those players on my team anymore. Good question. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, we just had a like a on-the-spot write-in. I think we should completely pivot and attack this question. Bobby Love wrote in, uh, would you and Jacob be willing to do a charity boxing match against the Planet FPL pod boys? We're in a pod war with them. Everyone knows that. I mean, I guess, what is the charity for? Did he say? Um, Probably for uh, like a Luke Shaw scholarship fund for kids who want to learn, learn to read and want to learn to do other things good too like eating <laughs> okay. e- like eating properly and yeah. not being overweight and sad yeah yeah i mean i would be i would be interested um i would we'd have okay. to set a date and things yeah <laughs> oh yeah i'd be interested we need to find a date to do it but <laughs> i would i would 100% do it but i've already got in my head is rolling with rules right now first thing it's mma it's not boxing okay we're going full mma second no gloves okay uh third it's tag team style okay so like <laughs> you can lead you can hit your boy in like if you're if you're seeing stars like you can hit your boy in and he can jump in um you get one chip that you can play during the you get chips yeah you get a chip that you can play during the game where both guys can go against one for 30 seconds okay so you can like play the oh, chip God. and that's 2v1 you know um yeah i got a lot of rules i think almost no doubt we would demolish them okay i i'm just saying i'm i'll throw that out there i have no idea but i i'm a little bit scared after what you just said i'm a pretty good boxer i'll be completely honest i think that. (laughs) well you said it's mma so does it matter i'm good at i'm I'm quite a good i'm quite good okay i think the question is would boxing benefit one team more than the other or would mma benefit one team mma would benefit us big time man i'm i've got a great ground and pound game okay uh i'm also like uh you know i'm a firecracker in the ring okay okay um i can take hit after hit when you're brain dead jake you can take so many hits okay before (laughs) before things get bad also when you have nothing to live for like you can you can those are the best fighters, yeah. okay? Yeah. I mean, think about that it. That so, would be so us I, probably. So, I've been hitting the head enough times that it works and you have nothing to live for. We're good to go. Bring it on, <laughs> Planet FPL boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a great so. question. Um, okay. So, oh, here we go. Uh, I have another random write-in. You want to hit this now? 
Yeah, let's do it. All right. Since Jake has so, uh, this is Native American Drake. Uh, that last one was Bobby Love, by the way. Um, since Jake has so many weaknesses, what does he answer when his employer asks, what is his biggest weakness? That's a good question. <laughs> what do you say? Um, yeah, I do have a go-to for that. It's usually that I try to take on too much by myself That's and it. that ends up causing problems. Cause you know, of course, employers love to hear that shit. Yeah. So you're like, I, yeah, I try to, you know, just do way too much work, but then that actually is bad because we don't get any. I have a done. mental, I have a mental breakdown. Yeah. And then I, I, yeah. you know, your leave. whole, your whole life's a mental breakdown. <laughs> FPL, it is. FPL it is a mental Fark breakdown. actually wrote in, does Jake ever ask his boss if he can just work less? Does he know it could be an option? Hashtag save Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oof, we probably shouldn't talk about this on the pod. Yeah, it's probably not good. I don't want you to get fired. I kind of do, but <laughs> yeah. I kind of do. Well, then I could train for our MMA match, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. All right, mm-hmm. well, we'll as Jake said, we'll set a date, you know, talk to our promoter. Um, we'll get it we'll get a date set and uh I think that should be like the first part of our Euro tour when we head over there, you and I. Yeah. It's only a matter of time till we have until we do that. I mean, I'm serious. I wonder what, do we, I didn't, I didn't look. What city are they located in? I'm assuming London. Yeah, I think that's just me completely I, assuming though. That's where everyone lives there. Unless you're yeah. poor. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, don't understand I, how England or Britain or, you know, work. I don't get it. So. It's all a stone's throw away anyways. <laughs> that's what they say. As the, fl- <laughs> as the crow flies. The crow flies. Yeah. <laughs> um, Clearly, we've run out of questions and things to talk about. Um, I guess, you know, I think we're, we're kind of waiting now, Jake, right? On just, we can get back to FPL here, but, we, you know, we're waiting now on, you know, FPL to come out and just say officially what, what's going to be happening in terms of, um, in terms of, of structure of the end of the season. Um, but it is confirmed, like I kind of said earlier, the, the Aston Villa, Sheffield United, City, Arsenal on the 17th. And then the first full round of matches um, from the 19th, 19th, 20th, and 21st uh, will constitute that first game week. Um, And FPL just tweeted four hours ago. They said, uh, thank you once again to FPL managers for their continued patience in these exceptional times. We will provide further updates as soon as possible. So as Jake said, they're doing the best they can. You did did say that. I did say that, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Okay. That's all we have to talk about. Is there anything else you wanted to hit today, Jake? No, we can save it. We'll pot again next week. We'll keep it going. Hopefully a lot more information by then. Yeah. I will say um, Jake and I have kind of decided with, especially with everything that's going on um, and kind of our schedules that we've done the pods a little bit more off the cuff. I think I mentioned that on the last pod as well. And I know some people, I know some people really like the structure and I don't want this to become like archaic or, or, or chaotic, excuse me, like podcast where it's just all over the place. But, um, for the two of us and with kind of our schedules, this, um, this format works a little bit better for us because it requires a little bit less planning. Um, the downside about that is maybe we don't, don't do as good of a job on like research and pulling things in, but it's a little bit more raw. Um, and it, it makes it a little bit easier, especially right now with not a lot going on um, in terms of, of information and, and new new pieces of information coming out. Um, it just helps us be able to produce a pod more, more often. So I hope everyone's cool with it. Um, if you're not, 
I, I guess I don't really care. There's a lot of other podcasts for you to listen to that are really good too, right? And um, definitely not as sexy as ours, but um, but good nonetheless. Not as dark or interesting either. Yeah, I, I think that we, I always think we provide some decent information, but then it's like, I hope people are entertained as well. I guess that's more what I'm going for. Um, because like I said, like there's literally a thousand FPL podcasts, um, you know, and some of them are not good and some of them are very good and some of them are really professional and like stats-based and some of them are something else. Um, so whatever, ours is better. Um, fight me, FPL pod, FPL planet. <laughs> I don't care. Let's do it. Let's box right now. Um, I guess that's it for today. Uh, make sure, you know, I don't, I haven't said this last couple of pods, but Help us out on Twitter and let's spread this pod a little bit. Um, now that we're back, I, I want to make sure that people know we're back. So if you could take the time to go on to Twitter and, and like the pod, you know, comment on it, whatever, retweet it, those types of things. I know there's, it's stupid and I hate begging for it, but it just helps people know that we're back and that we're rocking. Um, you know, if, if there are any new listeners that are interested in supporting our Patreon, we, we do have a Patreon and um, it basically, you know, covers the cost of, um, you know, Jake and I's lavish vacations that we go on and sports cars and like, you know, all the tech that we use and the hosting of our pod. And, and it's not, it's not a ton of money, but it's um, really, really, really well received by Jake and I, and we really appreciate it. And it makes, um, it just covers the cost of everything in the podcast, which I mean, for me, it was hard this year, Jake, cause I bought, I mean, you did too, right? I bought the, I bought a, a platinum computer and a, and a gold plated microphone. So like we had to start charging more, right? Yeah, well, and since my wife recently spilled tequila onto my computer, I'm going to need to get a new one. <laughs> that is actually a true story. Did we talk about that last week? Out there. I don't think so. I don't think I've brought it up yet. Com- computer wants tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. Jake, let me help you with your podcast. <laughs> tequila. Yeah. Uh, Jake's got a tequila computer now. Is it? Does it smell like tequila? <laughs> maybe like burnt tequila <laughs> oh man when do you get your new computer uh after the fpl season starts back i think the 22nd or 23rd so i'm hoping there's not many issues sure i won't would, be able to type in players sure That's would be a shame if someone spilled <laughs> tequila on your phone as well and you couldn't make transfers <laughs> I don't even think I know how to make transfers on my phone. Yeah, you wouldn't. Try. You would not. No, you know you can just use the browser on your phone to bring up the same web page. Yeah, no, no, I I can probably do it. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Asterix, he cannot figure it out. There is no way Jake <laughs> will be able to figure that out. Okay, uh, let's get out of here. Um, we'll have another pod next week, so make sure you send in some questions, some things to talk about. We'll probably have a lot more information next week as well about the structure of the season, um, so we can we can really start planning and, and getting things going. Uh, that was fun. I'm Marco, and I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. That was good. All right. Well, that was long enough. Yeah, we just kind of started talking about worthless nothingness but we should uh we should stop recording um three two one